Left. Right. Yo, what is up, Sip Talk? Thank you for joining us. If you want to watch me get shut down on multiple accounts, uh, proceed on to this episode. Let me know what you think at the end, and uh, I will see you guys at the other end. See ya. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you guys for joining us. This is episode 110 of SIP Talk. My name is Justin DiGiulio. I'm joined by the political scientist David Boswell above me, if you're watching live, and the philosophant, the uh, accounter, and the referee. And the the bartender uh, below me in South Carolina. So David is in Sacramento, California, which is experiencing quite the heat wave. I want to talk. Uh, we we touched on it the last episode about um, about the heat wave the country's having. But I, you're you're in it. It's not hot. It's a, it's a, like a pleasant seventy to where I am here in in uh, suburban New Jersey. So what's what's the heat like out there? And then I, I want to talk about some of the the implications that's going on with the rest of the country uh it's it's, it's pretty warm yeah as james mentioned a moment ago it's about 108 109 uh my apartment not not so great uh it's really really cheap rent which is fantastic but uh yeah second story no tree coverage on the main corner that gets the sun so we just get baked for a couple hours and it's currently 95 degrees in my apartment it's no, you have a thermometer in your apartment. The thermos has, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, he's actually wearing hot. like a thermosensitive t shirt right now. <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I, could, I could see it, not out of the ordinary, but yeah, like uh, it, but, in the winter time, that shirt's blue. <laughs> well, also, oh, the, really, the, the tape it, it all just melted off. It used to be right. black there, now it's just the adhesive. All right, well, well, let me ask you guys, uh, because it is warm where you are, what are you guys drinking? Uh, out here because it's too too darn hot. I'm drinking this really nice little shandy. It's uh, low alcohol, little little light, little fruity, nice. Sounds sounds a little gay. It is. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It just sounds a little gay. Um, James, what are you what are you drinking down there? Um, in in celebratory fashion, I am on the bush ice and boxed wine train again. Ooh, very nice. I was going to make some melon balls, but I didn't feel like Ooh. juicing lemons. Which I know is not actually an ingredient in melon balls, but the melon no, ball is too sweet of a drink without it. If uh, if if the shandy is a gay drink. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if kissing dudes makes me gay, then what doesn't? Yeah, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks, and a melon ball is still delicious. Yep. All right. Well, uh, to update people on my health, I am uh, I, the vodka. The other day helped nurse me. Back to health, the vibe is in short supply now, uh, and I'm feeling much. Was better. that all in one night that you did that? <laughs> you took its life force. <laughs> Look, it's only a skill. Well, it was. It was. I don't know how full it was when we uh, we started well, the other. We'll episode, have to check but, the tape. But it is. Uh, I haven't published the episode yet, so. But it was pretty full when we opened it up. But we went on after the podcast. We we kind of hung out for I mean, almost a couple of hours. I think it was about three hours after the cast that we kept going. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Either way, so so I want to talk to you about this this heat wave. It, it it there's a lot of pushback about 
the government basically asking people to not use major appliances while you have four screens on behind you. I'm sure they're LED energy. <laughs> no, efficient. no, it was because there was like, this, and, and this, you're this, also this looking at a screen. Spotlight I coming in. Yeah, I am. Um, there's four screens behind you, yeah, like, and there's at least it, one in front. These are like the really easy ones, though. They're, they're, they don't put off much heat. They're the easy ones. Okay, they're easy yeah. in the environment. So, what a lot of people don't know is that the electricity grid, in most cases, is run by burning fossil fuels in most places in the u.s and uh things get really hot and when uh help me kind of contextualize this how the heat makes the the demand on power a higher demand obviously people are running well, acs so is i it, think is the it, ac is a huge driver of that because air conditioning is just a very energy intensive thing uh, I noticed this because we have one little air conditioner. I have one in my room. I just never use it because I don't care to, and it's expensive because my, my energy bill doubles whenever I turn it on during the month. So it, it takes a lot of energy. You'll, you'll notice, I mean, think about when you're driving and in the city you have AC on, how much less pickup you have in a gasoline car. Nobody uh, realizes that. We, efficiency is. No, 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 we realize well, that. Most people don't have do. any idea. Yeah, we can feel the engine. I remember I'm I got talking like... To you. I got I'm a, speaking to you. I got yeah. a crazy sunburn. Um, I got a crazy sunburn on the beach in Rhode Island, and James refused to turn the AC on because he he said we're losing fuel economy. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, yeah. there's bubbles on my body right now. <laughs> that checks out. The that AC wouldn't have done anything anyways. It would have. It would have made you me feel felt better. It would have made me feel better. <laughs> I felt better. <laughs> oh, also, man. hi Maria, and um, I think so, Justin. When you're talking about the heat and everything, like. The heat doesn't really have a huge effect on the efficiency of power plants. It's more that demand spikes really high and the power plants just aren't able to create enough electricity to meet the demand. Yeah, but you think it's, mo you think it's primarily um, air conditioner use? In the summer, yeah. All right, so here, here's, what I, here's where I'm going with this, though, is some of the governors are asking people to not use major appliances during the daytime. Um, I had a list, I don't, I don't have the list with me, but basically some of the requests they were making, you know, like some towns ask the residents not to water their lawns when there's a water shortage, which is an increasingly occurring thing throughout the US. But Especially new, California. But new to yeah. a lot of people in the US. Remarkably little to do with asking people to camped out on power which is where you but people but people are really pushing back about how it's not fair that they should be That's doing not this. fair it's municipal water fuck off <laughs> it's exactly fair it's the definition of fair but it's that's, making sure everyone has water but well, you know i think what what occurred to me is that people fail to remember that they're living on a on a living rock the rock that we're living on is alive and it's constantly changing and moving and it's angry and it's yeah. it's really angry and we have an effect on it we have an effect on its on its life and its ability to regenerate on its own so you know it's it's yeah and then my brain started to 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 grade it, it, it i was thinking like how humans are such a virus to the earth etc et yeah you, but, you you just watched the matrix ever, again didn't you <laughs> no you, i you haven't ever, seen the matrix ever, in no no you, you ever spend a weekend in the basement with a radon contamination problem that's 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 the earth fighting back robbing your brain <laughs> but uh but I mean, yes, they, like justin does twice a week yeah i am in the basement <laughs> i don't know about the radon we got radon tests here i think i think we're good but uh i just i 
obviously we need to make some changes in, in, you know, how the electrical grid and we need some major enhancements over the next hundred years with water and water supply. You know what the uh, short-term solution is? That's really that you guys aren't going to like bottled Brains. water, Bo- demand, demand based pricing. Well, that prices a lot of people out of your basic needs like water and electricity. But it's a solution. <laughs> to who? It's not a solution to the people that can't afford it. <laughs> Excuse me. It's not a very good solution for all. It's a solution for people who have money and, and people who are responsible. Um, but a lot of people are going to die, I think, if that's the case. I think a lot of people are not going to be able to afford AC especially old people. They, they shouldn't have chosen to be born in Africa. That's not one. Uh, what are you talking about? They don't have AC. No, but they won't be able to afford it. Um, yeah, they can't afford the, the AC unit, let alone the electricity to run it. Who, who are you talking about? I'm talking people about people in Africa. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about people in the U.S. Well, there's uh, people in the U.S. who can't afford it either. Just less of them. Yeah, but there's that. But we're talking about the U.S. We're, we're probably not going to be making any. Well, we're not probably making any changes in the U.S. But let alone, we're not making any changes in Africa. That's that's for certain. The three of us. Yeah, yeah talk, I'm not worried about, about losing viewership but, in Africa. But, so you know, back, yeah, but back I, to but, energy rationing. But, 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 yeah, I want to get back into the energy got rationing. Got off track here. And and the people pushing back on it because I I get the pushback. Like I get the mentality, but I mean it's it's very short sighted. But ultimately, I want my I think, power and I want it now. Oh, no, it's my power and I want. JG power sense. Oh yeah, I have a structured settlement. So uh, all right, well we're not we're not going anywhere with this. Let me uh, let me <laughs> let, let me move on to the next thing here. Uh, Wait, you just make that the model of the podcast. It, it is the model of the podcast. <laughs> you uh, you mentioned Africa, and and one of the things in my my list today is uh, Juneteenth. Oh, is Juneteenth, and uh, you know be very. It didn't diplomatic. have anything to do with Africa. Well, but it had to but do tangentially. With, yeah, tangentially, very tangentially. But but I think there's a not pretty, very there's a pretty strong <laughs> line there. Uh, but you know, remember to speak diplomatically so you, you don't make yourself a, a hated host of the podcast. But what are your thoughts on the host. on the new federal holiday? Uh, it's a good one. You think it's a? Good I one? like the idea, but at the same time, I think that this is like a pretty meaningless gesture meant to placate people that need much bigger help than uh, one day out of the year where yeah, nobody works. I think you're ignoring that to a lot of people. It is a really big thing. So, well, I'm not saying it. it's a bad thing. What I'm saying is that no, no, need- I'm not saying it's a bad. Thing. You're, but you're saying it's a small thing. I'm saying to a lot of people that this is, I mean, in your words, designed to placate. It's not a small thing. It's, it's actually pretty big. Well, it is. I mean, it's a, federal, it's a federal holiday. Yeah. Uh, so that that is obviously a very big thing um it's not really doing anything uh for anybody outside of recognition right there's there's no i mean what's a holiday for but that's what what james is saying that's what james is saying is that it's sure but i mean we just have memorial day it's the same thing as saying like well i think i guess i guess to his point yeah there there, i'm sure there are many many veterans who would say a lot of the things that you, what you guys are doing for Memorial Day is like, I don't feel honored. Yeah, fair enough. You know? Well, Memorial Day is not really like, for veterans, but. Um, what is there, Memorial there, Day there, for? There, 
the people that died in the wars. Oh, okay. Fair but enough. They're, they're yeah, not very likely. Yeah. They're not um, I'm going to give you one guess what, what day we have set aside for, for the veterans. For veterans Day? Uh, veterans Day is a paid federal holiday, right? Yeah, and that's in November. Okay. So the federal holiday is the equivalent of bank holiday, right? They mean the same thing? No uh, idea. I don't know. I don't work in finance. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm curious if banks are going to be closed. You know, Trump made Christmas well, it's Eve. it's a Saturday. You know, Trump made Christmas Eve, and I think he made New Year's Eve a federal holiday. Am I correct on that? Have you, have you guys heard this? What? Who? The no, Trump... I don't believe that's true. Okay, James, because James has tuned us out. But James, can you tune in to us for just a second? And, and can you Google that? Google what? Uh, about Trump making Christmas Eve a holiday. I have a feeling that you're wrong on this one. All right. So I mean, it's it's a reach. But uh, but my... Rex Stober and Toyota thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, my my first thought with with when I hear new holidays proposed is first thing I think of. And I, I didn't uh, you know, I was half listening to the radio this morning is how there's like a national popsicle day. Right. And then like a national uh, pie day, things like that. Those aren't real. Yeah, but those aren't bank holidays. Exactly. Those aren't bank holidays. So the fact that that this is like a federal bank holiday. So I was asking for the differentiation okay. between the two. So he granted December 24th as a federal holiday, but um, it's uncertain as to whether or not it was a one off or a permanent change. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so how is that? How is it uncertain with that? Because it says um, President Trump issued an executive order declaring Thursday, December 24th, 2020, a federal holiday. So it doesn't say Christmas Eve is a holiday. It says Thursday, December 24th is a holiday. So it's uncertain as to which of the two it is. So my, my thought was when I heard this is, is twofold. One, I'm, I'm glad, you know, there's some recognition there. But then the kind of slippery slope argument about holidays and over the next hundred years, because I feel like we're in this kind of cancel culture mentality as a society right now. And be, I mean, no one's arguing with me that we're not we don't have a cancel culture right now. I, um, I, I will. That's two. <laughs> um, but you know, if you look at like Chrissy Teigen, uh, for example, uh, you know, a lot of people are being torn down. But the point is, is that I think right, she apologized and she said, "I was a troll." Full stop. Yeah. That's not cancel culture. She was a she was a troll. Her yeah, words. people. She she took she did shitty things and people call her out on it. That's not yeah. cancel culture. That's consequences for one's actions no i think that's exactly what cancel culture is is consequences for one's actions so that's why you're against it (laughs) um then i mean that's that's all right what what do you call the u.s uh justice system that's cancel culture well i only murdered kids they're annoying they're crying on the plane well you're canceling me because i murdered them i i I put that I think you're really taking a very unpopular a, uh, a slippery slope perspective on this, but it is a slippery slope. I don't care. That's um, never stopped me. But, uh, but my question is, should we look at maybe setting some rules into what can become federal holidays? Because I was thinking mostly. We do. Sure, but we're not like, taking any away. 
but the, the Congress is the one that sets the rules for what are federal holidays. Sure, but we're oh, the only thing we can do with federal holidays today in the Senate and Congress that we have that actually passed and not be filibustered or held up. Those are that them are the rules, Justin. It passed. It got signed. That that's the rule. All right, but you have uh, you have a cup with three hundred and fifty. 365 milliliters in it, right? And we're not allowed to take any milliliters of holidays out. We're only allowed to add. Might be tough to add, but there's no removing them. And evaporation it doesn't doesn't occur in this instance. This is a terrible analogy. <laughs> it's the first like, one that I'm looking at. I'm looking at my emptying beer, which is not happening with the with the holiday. But then, but then you take a layer of oil and you put it on top of the 365 milliliters because it's a leap year, and that will slow down the amount that evaporates because it's oil. What the fuck? All right. Yeah, like I don't follow this at all. All right, my slippery slope doesn't seem to be getting any traction with you. Must be hey, finally something clever. <laughs> was it? Um, but no, I was I was happy to hear I was happy to hear it's a holiday. Uh, I guess it's going to be observed this year on Friday, which is tomorrow. And uh, are you and showing up to work? I will be at work tomorrow, but I work a lot of holidays. We'll we'll see what the city looks like tomorrow, and I think that'll set the tone for the following um, the following Juneteenth. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but I'm, I, it could be cool in the city. There could be like parades and things like that. Uh, I don't know. How many parades do you go to? No, but I hear them and I see them go by from my office. So I, I hear June is your month. June is my month. What for parades? It's Pride Month, right? Oh yeah, I <laughs> haven't seen I haven't seen any uh, any of that going on. Just people with uh, colored hair here and there, but but not. He, he that's celebrates that's it privately. Nuts, not, not super. It's common. Not very in in in. in all right, moving on. Moving on. All right. We'll skip over the slippery slope. Um, here's one for you, David. The Supreme Court allows a Catholic church to refute, refuse gay adoption or adoption to gay parents or LGBT. You know, basically, it's up to the, the Catholic BLT church. community. It's, 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 it's up to the Catholic church who they refuse adoption to. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it was nine to nothing. So that tells you that, I mean, if everyone agreed on it, they have, they have an argument. Well, They're saying that it's not enough of compelling government interest to infringe on their expression of religious freedom. I don't know if I- Hold on. There's more to this case than just the I headline? Didn't read much, I didn't read much about So it. the thing about this is that um, it was a single government official that made this decision. And so- the, the Supreme Court seized on on that as kind of it being arbitrary because it was made by one person. And so the, the, the controlling rule is that if government has blanket policies that kind of uniformly formally approach, then they're kind of non-discriminatory by nature. And when you have, and, and all groups have to basically comply by them. This was a case where it was one person in government that kind of made this decision and the Supreme Court looked and said, look, this is not a uniform application of any general policy. So we're throwing it out for those reasons. It's not like when you read the headline, you think the Supreme Court's massively expanding the reach of, of church to interact with government. But when you actually read the ruling, it's much narrower. Now, what it does is it allows for additional challenges of similar qualities to make it to the Supreme Court that will probably lead to a greater rule. 
but the the headline doesn't tell the whole story in this particular case. Yeah, I've been a little bit busy with um, new work. You've been busy with life, I guess. You, you miss some of the headlines, but it's, you know, uh, it, is it one organization or is it now? It, it was it, one organization in Philadelphia. Okay. So, but an, another organization could still go ahead and refuse to adopt to a gay couple. I mean, that's to me, that's sounds- where the, it's, it's, it's not super clear because this was a narrow ruling because the Supreme court didn't want to, to make a broad there. There's a ruling from like the early nineties that was authored by Scalia, which I'm referencing. And I don't remember it. I think it's called the Smith standard where it's about government policies being non-discriminatory. And when you have a general rule, it's not going to be discriminatory. And so if you have a policy where if the, like, so this was a case where Philadelphia would contract with different organizations to kind of foster kids or adopt kids. And so Philadelphia has a citywide need of here's kids that need adoption or fostering. And so they pair with agencies to say, hey, here's our pool of kids. Can you help us find them, find homes? And one of the agencies that Philadelphia contracted with was this Catholic organization. And the Catholic organization wouldn't take applicants that were gay or lesbian. And so- But how is it it ever legal to, to make any decisions for anyone based off race or sexuality or so gender. sexual orientation is not protected in every state the same way mm. okay so there, there are certain states where you can discriminate against somebody based on sexual orientation also this federal case, this, protected class no no and there's there's considerable fights about that in congress right now but that's that's off topic i'm like so uh, it's not a fact, but let, let James finish. Have, I'm, I'm trying to frame the, the, the yeah, facts right. of this case in such that like, <clears throat> so Philadelphia contracts with this Catholic organization and the Catholic organization says, we're not going to send any foster kids or adoptions to gay parents. And the city of Philadelphia says, well, we don't, we don't like that. We think that you're discriminating against gay people. So we're going to cancel our contract with you. And the Catholic organization said, it's part of our religious views to not do this. And you're infringing on our free exercise of religion. So the question is, who gets to discriminate? Does, does Philadelphia get to discriminate against a religious organization and not contract with them? Or does the religious organization get discriminated against gay and lesbian couples that want to adopt? And that's, that's the challenge. Okay, and so it, was a more Supreme- religious, it was a more religious argument than it was. They were basically, you can't, Philadelphia had to work with the Christian agency. They couldn't not work with them because of whatever their beliefs happened to be. Well, I think what the Supreme Court wanted to dodge was the question that you're asking, which is, can a religious organization that discriminates require the government to contract with it if there's a service that the government is looking for private contractors to fill? That's the question that the Supreme Court didn't want to answer and didn't answer. Because in this particular case, the decision to cancel the contract with the Philadelphia Catholic organization was made by a single government employee. And so the Supreme Court says that's kind of an arbitrary decision that we feel is unconstitutional because it didn't, there wasn't due process, there wasn't kind of bureaucratic or 
um, legislative action to, to be taken. It was just a single person making the decision. So they threw it down that way. Mm. It's a dodge. It's very much so. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, that clears up obviously what, what you read in the headlines today. Uh, but that, you know, I, I wasn't crazy about what I read in the headlines, you know, and obviously well, you got to read deeper. I didn't get that deep because I've been busy with life too. You know, David, L- yeah, but if it's a nine to nothing decision, you have to imagine that it can't be that controversial on today's. Yeah. And a nine to nothing decision is really the only time that you'll have something interesting is if like there's concurring opinions where some justice is like, I would have gone farther. This is, I mean, you see, you see like an outrageous headline. I saw that, but I saw also that it was nine to nothing. It's like, this sounds like it's probably hyped up. I don't have freaking time to deal with this right now. I, I get the lack of time, but yeah, that's why I chose not to really engage on this argument because but, I don't really know that much about it. Well, I mean, that's the issue with headlines and media outlets now is that, you know, they know people aren't consuming that much. You have to be that much more of an informed consumer. I read the headlines and then I saw that it was nine to nothing. So it was like, oh, this is upsetting. Wait a minute, nine to nothing. It can't be that bad. I don't have time to deal with this right now. I'll get to it whenever James explains it to me. Well, that's, and that's, that's the thing about being the informed consumer because we, what Rosh, what we were talking about when we jumped on is that Rosh sent this video. Apparently, there's, uh, they're proposing a bill to fire Fauci. And, what I was saying is that he uh, he basically did his job. It's just that other people didn't really do theirs. You know, his job was to say the most exaggerated yeah, they're, they're just, version of they're safety. They're just fucking pissy because they're yeah, well, idiots. Well, that's, These are the same that's, people that are talking about Jewish space lists. The same exact people. Well, they are the same people talking about Jewish people. Having so I think we can dismiss yes. but, anything they say with but, but well, hold on, we can insane. have an honest discussion about whether like like the position that Fauci's in and the job that he's done separate from the the idiotic calls for him to be fired. Well, that, the, the thing to me is just it sounded like a group of people who were just mad that they were forced to wear masks. And that it was is. that was the issue that I had with the you know, when they're giving this press conference is it just sounded like mad people and they weren't creating a great you know, basically a great argument to have him fired other than they were unhappy with what he did. But what I was saying is that he shouldn't have done anything if he was the, you know, well, he didn't do anything. Exactly. He didn't do anything. Just, yeah, exactly. Just all he did was just like make recommendations and advise and consent on things, but he didn't write any laws. He didn't make any executive orders. And that was the point that, that I was making is that, he was arguing he should have been like the most extreme version of safety. Uh, and then an actual person in government, a politician should have kind of, you know, been the one to figure out how far we're going to take that, how much we're going to piss people off. And that's what happened. Uh, it's just that he was juxtaposed to Trump so very often. And then you have, <laughs> you know, you have this kind of crazy super Trumpers and the Trump derangement. You have did, all did this they really juxtapose him that often? I didn't. I, n- I never actually. There's saw a great a video. shot. No, no, like I never actually saw a video of Bowsey tying his shoes like next to Trump. Like the oh, there, there was there was a great shot where I think Fauci had spoken, and then like immediately afterwards, Trump took the podium, and Trump says something, 
and Fauci's still in the camera, and Trump says something just completely idiotic, which is out of character I, for Trump. I, I, and Fauci I, just goes. <laughs> I watched that live. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I, I watched that live. There was a lot of moments uh, where, but and that the, you know, for me, the best moment was when Trump was talking about sunshine inside the body, <laughs> and in the same camera frame is like Doctor Burks or something yeah, who's listening to it. Happen. <laughs> yeah but but i don't know it, to me that was probably the most amazing moment of all of it was why trump seriously considered injecting bleach but what the thing about fauci that i don't like is now he's become celebritized and by he, who by the people there, yeah be, justin it, has a point i mean you, you, there's no argument there, there were bobbleheads about Obviously, yeah, and, correct on this yeah, there's no bobblehead for, for any of us. So, uh, you but know, did he do that or did other people do that? But he's other playing, people did that, but that's not. He's now he playing? playing into it. He's now playing. Uh, into is he? It. Yes. Is he? Yes, very much so. Listen, prove it. Listen, listen to him speak and listen to the thing is, he could just he could stay out of the spotlight. He could just give his recommendations and walk away. But that's his job it, is to be in the spotlight in the role that he. Occupied. He is a director of the National Institutes of Health. His job is to be out there. He's yeah, not that's like telling us like the president's job is to not give speeches or like stay out of the spotlight, his just make decisions. Is, his job is, is to share the science and not and not lay in more than he needs to. And what I'm saying is he's he's going further than he needs to right now. And I think he's enjoying some of the celebrity. And with that comes a, comes a lot. Yeah, citation is needed 100%. I, I wish I could pull something up. But we're live right now. Um, so Con convenient story. <laughs> trust me, many people agree with me on this one. Citation. Yeah, also. I don't yeah. care if I don't you care how many people agree with you. You don't I want the people that correct. agree with you on your side. <laughs> that 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 may be true. That may be true. But it doesn't. I'm talking to everybody. I'm not just talking to the people that agree with me or disagree with me. You know, I'm not talking to the people that share my point of view. I don't time. change my opinions based on who I'm talking to. I don't or I, what I, facts are. My my opinion changes very they, they, often as as new facts come in and as you learn new facts. So okay, all right. So yeah, I like. Let's start I, with the first one. I I liked Fauci for for a long time, and it was nice seeing him up next to Trump because Trump was spewing this just kind of crazy stuff that didn't make any sense. Like in the you know the virus is going to be gone by Easter, uh, and it's just going to disappear. And you know, everybody around him was thinking, you know, and then Fauci gets on. He's like, no, this is actually a very, very dangerous. Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like Trump's version of Bush's mission accomplished banner. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, all right. I want to I want to pivot a little bit because obviously I don't have the citation. I need to have a compelling argument. I apologize for that. Um, very liberal over there on the left coast. And surprisingly liberal for uh, South Carolina. Well, I don't belong here. <laughs> uh, you're you're in a pretty uh, liberal city for the most part, as far as South Carolina is concerned. So, yeah, but just sucks. saying, just saying. Um, all right. So, what I want to talk about next is uh, how war is changing. And uh, I don't know, I, you know, I was uh, I stumbled across the reason we're talking about some headlines is I stumbled across uh, Drudge Report today, which, you know, I check out once every couple of weeks just to see 
you know, and I haven't been tuning into the news. Some days I wake up and I listen to the news exclusively. Can, can I roll the dice and just see if I've heard the story that you're talking about in Fresh Report from Hang on, let me, weeks ago? Let me, let me finish, my, say, let me finish I my sentence. I typically wake up and listen to the news. Sometimes I wake up and listen to music when I'm getting bummed out by the news. I've been listening to, as you guys know, my favorite radio station, EQX, out of uh, Vermont, Alternative rock, alternative rock out of, out of Manchester, Mount, Vermont. Mount Equinox. And uh, I've been listening to a lot of that, so I haven't been catching the news lately, so I've been a little tuned off. So I, I hit the Drudge Report and uh, uh, checked some of that out before, you know, this afternoon. But David, you, you were going to say what I stumbled across on... You're talking about warfare. Were you stumbling across an article about the drone that decided to autonomously pursue someone in a kill order? No, but that's, that's no? insane. No. No, I, well, I, I guess some of that might be more. <laughs> I got well. James and I <laughs> talked about drones. James, Sir we talked Friday. about drones. The in the cartels were using in Mexico, right, to drop bombs on people. Um, maybe. Oh, I was yeah, drinking at the time. Some Mexican cartels that were were dropping uh, bombs on people, and uh, I don't know. I, I thought that was a very from their perspective, a very good use of the drones, you know, kind of lousy use of the drones overall, but they were making good, good use of them. But, uh, I learned a new word today and, uh, David, this is right up your alley. Uh, it's a technomancer. Have you heard of technomancer before? It sounds really, really lame. I feel like I'm a technomancer. Do you know what that is? No, explain to me, and to quote Daniel Tosh, and then I'll explain to you what the vagina is. Yeah, I like to, to me, like anybody who's a self-described technomancer, I, I just have to imagine that they just slay pussy. An ex, an ex Facebook CEO is uh, just got like four hundred fifty million dollars uh, in funding to help create these invincible technomancer style soldiers. I think something along those lines. What's the stupidest thing I've ever heard? Yeah, James, I'll let you Google Technomancer so you can. Uh, uh, I, I will, but I, I don't like, want you to. So you, don't, don't. so you can go. But but basically, I'll sign off if he repeats anything. It, he repeats. It's it sounded like uh, they're trying to build this kind of invincible, uh, you know, technology enhanced soldier. But it's a video game that got four point nine star, four point nine <laughs> out of ten from IGN. Okay. But uh, but maybe not the, actually technomancers. Fa- find the definition of technomancer. But what no. I was talking about is how is how I don't think that matters so much to have this kind of invincible super soldier because we're already seeing effects of warfare. Um, this here's something on, on Fauci, but you know we're seeing the the, the, the okay. Wikipedia article. It, it's science fiction. This is stupid. Well, this is all very, very stupid, but if Justin's worried about like <laughs> invincible soldiers, I'll indulge him. No, the biggest thing with warfare right now is the fact that everything's fucking drones. And that's why I thought you actually had something interesting to bring up, which was a story that I actually brought up, which is for the first time ever, they have documented a video of a drone that was completely remote, not, not controlled by a human. It was on autopilot. It, was it, continued, it continued to pursue someone after they were running away. Like, that's fucked. I don't know. That's pretty metal. It's, it's really metal because that's the only thing that made the decision and also other semiconductors. But uh, uh, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think what we're going to see here is more hacker style war- warfare 
Uh, oh, you saw it with the different ransomware attacks that we're seeing out of Russia, taking down the pipeline, taking out the meat process. But that's my ADS. point was that this this technomancer thing is bullshit, and and it, we're not having as many soldiers on the ground. We're having more governments fuck with other governments. Fuck to, with to be perfectly honest, I have no idea what your technomancer point was. It was yeah, not- we. We could have done with that. Really came out. You didn't do a very good job googling, James. That's that's the issue. Uh, here. The Wikipedia article right. talked about Harry Potter. Moving on. Yeah, you, you, the Wikipedia article. I bet it's not, I, I bet it's not so hot in San Diego right now. Um, it probably isn't. Probably isn't. So look, but but hear me out. I want to talk about the future of warfare because I think we're going to see more virus warfare, uh, more economic warfare, especially when it comes to China uh, manipulating you know the world economy really i think uh, it's gonna come down to cyber warfare i think it's gonna be fucking with other people's electric grids and the gas pipelines and just taking out their infrastructure i think that's that i see seeing that right now i we, think we are i think it's really scary i think setting forest fires in other countries would be terrifying it would be california you just have to sneak you have to fart in the wrong place and you live a forest fire like it, it's dry out here it's only june california tries to legislate everything i got back from san diego and i get back to downtown after getting out of the lift and i I, I breathe i was like it already smells like smoke it already smells like wildfire i don't i don't want to deal with this you lose three months out of the year to the amount of smoke up here but but uh but that's my point you know i want to talk a little bit more about about warfare and and um you know what you know you can fuck with the water supply you can fuck with the electrical grid uh you can shut down companies there was uh some airlines and some banks were down briefly yesterday Um, there was one a couple years ago um where they shut down the atlanta airport for like three or four days yeah i i think i remember that actually very very vaguely but i think i remember it but that's the stuff that i think we're going to see and I don't think we're going to see so much line them up and, and shoot them down type of uh, type of war that people think of when they think of war. My and favorite. It depends my favorite, on what part of the world you're in. My favorite terrorist incident that shut down an infrastructure project was uh, a guy who was in a Home Depot who uh, came out of the bathroom <laughs> and I went into the bathroom and said, I'm fixing to blow this place up. You better leave. And he got arrested for a bomb threat. Really? But, yeah, it was just because he was saying, like, I'm about to take it, and you should leave. And they called the cops. He's like, yo, it was the bathroom. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> That's, uh... What? And it wasn't an have, idle threat. Did you have any weapons on you? Uh, no, oh, but I, I left did it have there. Just no, a I did have Taco Bell. <laughs> um... No, but but uh, you know, I wanted to talk about the the future <laughs> no, warfare seriously. because uh, you know I I see I want to talk a little bit more about the virus. That's why I keep bringing up virus warfare. But obviously, screwing with internet systems and stuff like that, and then that made me start thinking like, fuck, if they fuck with the internet, like we could really be like really fucked. Like you know, I'm buying these appliances for the house. Like imagine they fuck with the internet. Like I can't make toast. Yeah, maybe yeah. don't buy those things. Yeah, <laughs> there's a simple solution here. There is a simple solution, but but you know, I like ha- having kind of newer, you know, the same thing with your TV. Your TV, even the TV that you guys probably have, is hooked. It's some type of smart TV. So that, nope. Okay, I do, but guess what? I also have a shit ton of things downloaded onto a hard drive that I can burn to a flash drive that can you plug do. into said TV. Yes. 
you yes, do because, because I'm because I'm prepared. So don't make the argument to me; it's not going to land. Um, here, here's one actually going like close to what Justin's talking about. That's actually a legitimate threat is um, like space warfare and space junk. So if oh, countries to start decide to start like firing missiles at other countries' satellites, we'll that's one leave. where like everybody loses because we'll if you get leave. because the like you could just have enough space junk in orbit that for it to clear naturally by just orbital decay and burning up in the earth's atmosphere could take decades and so we could just make it so that it's impossible to fly any satellites in low earth or orbit because they'll as soon as they get up there within a day or two they just get shredded by all the shrapnel that was left behind well you know not who's even, likely to do that slower, you know who's likely to do that are are the countries that are lesser developed like well, china you know, already did it we did yeah. it too but I mean, the thing is, like that was different. It, that was with an EMP, not with a kinetic energy device that actually created a shit ton of shrapnel. No, but that's, I mean, that's that's like a major, major threat. And I have my thinking is like the mentality of if you want to build the bu- biggest building, you can tear all the other buildings down. Um, type of mentality. So you have all these other countries that are that much further ahead of you, and they have all this infrastructure already set in space and you want to bring them back down to your level you just uh, fuck crab, with all their crab, stuff crabs in the pot i don't know what that means you've never tried to like you know collect the crabs before and like they're, they're in a, a bucket and like one is like about to get out another crab will actually no fuck you grab it and pull it back out uh, so Wait, i want to do i want to do an episode on idioms <laughs> so uh you know i although <laughs> crabs in a pot off. We are one letter off from having 110 examples. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't know if crabs in a pot would be a true idiom because it actually is what it is. No, it's, it, it is an idiom because it represents there, there's a real lo- world example that's used to explain other things. Mm. Mm. Colloquial metaphor. Colloquial metaphor. Um, Derv knows the reference. How do you turn a phrase? How do you what? That's not the reference I was going for. I know, but I already had that one talked about. Uh, but question for you guys, and I know you guys are super liberal, but uh, what are your thoughts on the fact that the first city to shut down and really had in China was uh, the same city where they have this lab that studies coronaviruses and they haven't let anybody in there to investigate i'm sure it's nothing and fauci is is not interested doesn't think you know it came from there he's not no that's that's a misrepresentation of his position okay but what what are your thoughts on on this lab my thoughts are that we that we that that it's a very plausible theory and that we need to investigate it it further um, it makes a lot of sense that a lab that researches novel coronaviruses um, might have something to do with a novel coronavirus escaping. Uh, I don't think it's a, a big leap there. Okay. But it's one where we can't say with certainty any direction. And the, the, the fact that it was. But, but why are vi- we not interested more about 
In, I think we are. The problem is that China is going to make it really difficult for us to get the right answer. I mean, because a, regardless of what the right answer is, it makes China look bad. But why if do we have why do we have MSNBC and, and CNN just basically shutting it down and saying, yeah, no, it did, you know, they, they said it didn't work good. You know, it came from probably somewhere I, else. I think that's a misrepresentation of their views. I think when they say that there's no evidence to support it, you're saying, why, that they're but, saying there's evidence to support the negative. But they but shut it, but the they case. shut it, but they shut it down. And then you have people on Fox because News. Because you have people saying definitely definitively, exactly, because you have, well, how you have two sides that are that so did. far. How, because how are we you not can having, say we don't know. There's a difference but, between. But both, of, but I feel like both of them in their, in their like deep inside, they're thinking like, hmm, maybe. No, but they're expressing that they're expressing that. No, stop making equivalence between a positive statement of a Wuhan virus lab did it versus we can't say that a virus lab in Wuhan did it. That's not equivalent. They're saying a virus lab in Wuhan did not do it. That is the equivalent. But saying Mm -hmm. we don't know because there's no damn evidence is not the same thing as what Fox is doing. Yes, but there's no uncertain is fine. But the we don't don't know side has has no interest in it in investing. No, they just have an interest in being right and no, not making it. No, sense. then that's where I'm saying that Justin's misrepresenting, for example, Fauci's position. Because Fauci's position is it's something, it's a lead that we should investigate and we are. Do we have any evidence as of today? No. But it's interesting and plausible enough that we should know more about it. And I think that that's completely fair. Fauci Fauci denies that scientists deliberately suppressed Wuhan lab leak. Okay. Um, And then uh, I'd like to, I'd like to do a little more research as to what he thinks about uh, the, the lab in Wuhan. But again, I I, I'm telling you that me personally, I think that it makes a lot of sense, but I don't have the evidence to back that up, which is why I'm not going to make any positive claims about it. Is I'd like to know more, but I also know that trying to extract any meaningful information out of China is a fool's errand. Um, Idiom. <laughs> yeah. So, but but I, I I would I just wish that every time I was I was hearing about this Wuhan lab. It wasn't, it definitely happened in this Wuhan lab or no, there's nothing there. Well, you're listening to the wrong people then. Well, there's n- there's not many more people that I can listen to. I, I think, you know, to me, you got a lab that studies coronaviruses. You got a coronavirus that blew up right around the city of this, this, this lab exists. It sounds, uh, sounds pretty suspect to me. And that goes hand in hand with this virus warfare. Uh, Look, I completely agree with you. It sounds reasonable. But well, we don't also, have the evidence. If it's virus warfare, then they're pretty shit at it because they hit themselves first. So, yeah, it, it, it's mean, not I, like so if anything, this hurt warfare. China as much or more than just about anybody else. No, I mean, they, they, they have the discipline to lock down and do that shit. I think they got out a lot Discipline, uh, that's a really casual phrase for the way that the Chinese government deals with their populace. <laughs> Look, uh, you you want you want Chinese government sponsorship or what? Shut your whore mouth. Yeah, no, uh, we, know, we know James is terrified of China already. I am. <laughs> so I legitimately am terrified of China. I will never go to China. Oh no no no! We we are we are not going to do well there. 
uh, uh, Thailand. No, I've said a, I've said a couple of shitty things about their king. They have a couple laws about uh, less not just stay laws where you can't say anything bad about their rulers or. Oh, and they're king. really strict about it too. Oh, they're bad. Yeah, they're, they'll, 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 Yeah, you cannot yeah. insult the king in Thailand, or you're going to be At like, all. yep, you mm, get the overcooked, undercooked treatment. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I I do think there are some merits to the to the no to, to the no shit talk you know rules i think they should be Why? a little looser but I, I just think there's a lot of shit talk going on i think you, you kind of have a you're a fucking idiot <laughs> society based around like not shit talking people things get a little better no that's now, if you're gonna stupid. lock people up for so it, wait, wait wait hold on a second because i'm gonna point out something mr i hate cancel culture yeah but my point is cancel culture is still a lot of shit talking like people say shit wrong and then everybody else wants to pull them down. It's a perpetuance of, of shit talking. Derf says the hypocrisy here. No, this is the greatest. How do they keep you out of special school? <laughs> like, I don't want people shit talking each other, but at the same time, I hate cancel culture. I want to jail them. <laughs> I'm not, I, I no, no one ever said you're going you're gonna to jail people. What I'm saying is that that's insane. You want to stop you, them you, somehow. That you can't. How are you going to stop them, Justin? I I think it should be encouraged not to shit talk, and and where does that come from? It comes comes right from the top. Are you using the carrot or the stick? My my preschool teacher is one of the last people I remember. Your preschool Um, teacher? What? uh, Saying that we we shouldn't shit post effectively translating what you just said. Shit post. We should be. You're saying we we shouldn't be. It'd be nice to people. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. Well, that, that that's what cancel culture is. Is like, yeah, it, it's the, the it's the biggest snowflake thing that <laughs> EOP has going for it now. Saying, oh, cancel culture. Like, no, you're just a shit, and we don't want to support you. No one wants to give you money. I'm being canceled. No, no but it's the, it's you're the just, actively it's the actively working to take somebody else down. And I get it that you know, sure, like taking people down you know because they because they're bill cosby's or harvey weinstein's cool um you know r- ripping well, down ripping down confederate statues cool but you know it's it, there's always reasons to to tear other people down and okay it's just that you and the fact that every culture with people having consequences for being shitty there's a difference there's not yeah. really a difference. I mean, cancel culture is people being criticized for what they're doing. That's not cancel culture. You're just giving it a different name. People Here's my biggest argument against the against the existence of cancel culture is if you remember when the uh, the story came out about Aziz Ansari's bad date. Mm-hmm. Derb, do you remember yeah. this? Yeah, I just didn't give a shit. The issue is that you heard both just, sides of the story. Well, you heard both sides of the story and everyone's like, we don't understand what the problem is here. And he didn't get canceled. Why? Because he didn't, he wasn't a shitty person. He didn't do anything shitty. He had like, everyone's had an awkward, bad date. And everyone's like, yeah, this is just an awkward, bad date. This isn't him doing something illegal or unsavory. He was just fucking awkward, which is also his brand. Yes, I, I agree. But there are some people that in a moment might say something shitty and they may say it out of hatred. I'm sure that if we rewound a few episodes, you guys might catch yourself saying something 
that even in context doesn't sound very good. And for that to bite you in the ass 20 years from now when you're on a job interview or if you're in a, a high-positioned role, somebody digs this up and they're like, you said this. You're like, yeah, but it, we, were, we were joking around. We were having some drinks. There's a podcast about drinking. Like that, that was the idea. And then they're like, yeah, but you said this and that's not right. Right. And then you can and then you you give the job. context. No, you, no but if then you, you give the your, context. They're, they're not interested in hearing the context. And the context is. I don't think that happens very often. Yeah, because Justin, you're, you're making up this hypothetical where you get to control all the different. But also that, that doesn't ever happen. Stupid. It doesn't happen. Pointless. I, I think you're very short sighted with that statement. In what sense? Uh, you're trying to predict exactly what we're saying. So, yeah, someone's going to say, oh. Well, you're drinking a shandy 20 years later. You're hypothesizing and hypothesizing grave consequences. I'm confused. Look, I've said some really terrible things in the past. And if I were, if they were to be brought up to me in a job interview, I wouldn't shy away from them. I'm not going to bring them up. I'm going to be like, listen to what I said in the past. (laughs) But if it comes up, I'm going to say, look, that was 10, 12 years ago. I'm not proud of it. I've grown since then. And like, my not everybody don't... gets not everybody gets a chance to defend themselves. Yeah, they do. You may not even have gotten the job interview, or you're in a higher position already, and the board stumbles across this stuff, and they decide when you're not there that you're not part of the company. Without giving you a chance to defend arguing yourself. with all these different hypotheticals of things that could be, it's hard to to argue against a phantom. Well, I think what you really need is some citations here. Well, really uh, quickly, I got to uh, say, Maria, we like you too. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys on the uh, Instagram line here. And uh, they on TikTok, they want us to talk about UFOs. Did you guys... Did you we guys need to kick? do another cast on that, apparently. Yeah, I think I think we do. You want to touch a little bit on, on the report that just came out? Did you guys catch any of that? I, I started watching a video of it last night but it didn't really talk too much about the report. Um, I, I haven't really been following the news at all about it. Um, my view on the matter remains largely unchanged. Well, this is, this is what I heard, is that the, the United States released all, this, all, all these documents about UFOs and admitted they still don't know what they didn't know what they were. The, 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 the general consensus is they still don't know what the UFOs were, which, is, which I think... I think that's reasonable. I think, yeah, it, it, they're still UFOs. They haven't, they haven't figured out what they are. Uh, like, there's all sorts of possible explanations, aliens being one of them. But also at the same time, when you think about it, if you have, let's just, let's go with the idea that it is aliens. How does it really make sense that they come here and they fly around in our atmosphere they sample certain things with the oceans or whatever else, any of the things that you've seen on the videos, that's aliens. How does it make sense that that's the limit of what they've been doing? Wouldn't we well, have had they, interactions with them? Why would they? On, it depends on when they came here, because if they came around 2012 and saw the reality TV that was being broadcast into the atmosphere at that point in time, I would turn around to these people clearly are intelligent. I'm leaving Maybe I'll come back in 50 years and take a letter. I guess, but my, my, my view if is that if, if we assume that some or all of these things are actually aliens, 
then why haven't they actually had contact with us? Why haven't things happened? I think well, the lack of action on their part shows me that it's probably not aliens. Well, here's here's my thinking on that. Um, imagine you go to another planet and it's fully aquatic and you you run into an animal like a dolphin. Plenty of mental capacity, but you're like, oh, look what they're doing with it. Obviously, they haven't gotten that far. And then, you know, some super advanced civilization visits Earth who is capable of visiting us and we're incapable of even detecting that they're here. They're like, oh, look what look what they're building. That's that's cute. Oh, look, they can connect with some electricity. That's kind of cute. Uh, and they can communicate. That's cute. But like, look at everything else. So it's. It, I, I think know. this is worthy of a whole nother conversation. Because, yeah, I mean, it absolutely could be like it'd be such a higher intelligence, like, again, like interstellar, where they see in four dimensions, they can see time. Can you see time trust? But but do we believe time to be the fourth dimension? Yes, the, the, that's the definition of the fourth dimension. How many how many dimensions are there? It depends on what version of quantum physics or string theory you believe in. Yeah, basically. Um, four is the established norm, but you certain versions of string theory re require anywhere between five and ten dimensions. Um, I think that yeah, we could definitely touch on that in a in a UFO podcast. But get a volume discount. What what do you uh I mean, what are your thoughts that these little black or white specks that, that you're seeing on the on these things are if they're not if they're not uh, extraterrestrial vehicles? Well, the first answer is it's okay to not know. Okay. <laughs> the second answer is it could be one like quirks with technology where these like a lot of these cameras with their sensors are really really sensitive to small changes so it could be that they're picking up background noise of some sort and detecting it as something else and the algorithm just makes it look like it's something that it's not a third possibility is that they are government experiments either our own government or other governments and obviously the governments want to keep those secret and it's just technology that's out there that is not even remotely public knowledge. So it could be any one of those three or a combination of the three. But when I watched, I watched some of these videos about, I don't know, probably a year ago, the, the Navy released like three or four videos of stuff. Yeah. And I watched a couple people that are way smarter than me going through the videos and explaining what's happening and giving very reasonable answers as to what it could be if it's not aliens. All right, put your tinfoil hats on. Sounds like we'll be talking about aliens pretty soon. Thank you guys for joining us, and uh, I will see you next time. We'll be talking about idioms on episode 111. Episode 111, considerably better than this one, so uh, I hope you watch it. I will see you soon. I like PBR, I just got priced out of it. <laughs>